If you can hear this message, listen closely. To the exiled, misunderstood, or upside down, this mm -hmm. is your message of hope. When problems come, use them. When enemies persecute you, love them. These struggles are a fire, refining you into gold. Look around. You are not forgotten. You are not alone. Challenge what is expected of you. This world is not your home. You are different. Hey, welcome home. Good morning and welcome to Cassidy. My name is Stephen Mitchell and it is awesome to be able to be here with you. I am excited uh, specifically for this day because we've been talking about this whole idea about being different and my hope is that we are really different today because the church is going to leave the building and go and do some cool stuff in the community to share love and grace with people around us. Whether we're doing uh, dinner packets or lunch packets for the VA, we're providing uh, and creating uh, homeless bags uh, that have socks and no nail clippers and toothbrush, toothpaste, all that kind of stuff in it. Or if we're going out and doing yard work, my least favorite thing to do on the planet, but I'm going to go do it today with a joyful heart. Uh, or if we're going to care to learn, whatever you are doing to help us out, we're excited. If you are at home uh, joining us online, I just want to encourage you because we are going to finish early uh, to go ahead and go out and do something amazing on behalf of Jesus Christ in your very own context. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I just want to encourage you. And if you're not able to stay with us today to, to partner with any of the things that we're doing today, I want to encourage you to do the same. Find a way, find a way that you can be different today, that you can serve others and make a difference in this world. And service is one of those things that really moves and, and changes us. I, I don't know about you, but like for me, it, it boggles my mind. I know it shouldn't, but it always boggles my mind when I go on a serving project, just how great I feel afterwards. Uh, it, it's almost like uh, my batteries are being charged by working hard for somebody else, which makes no sense to me. I went on a youth trip and uh, I had never gone, so I grew up outside of the church. I had never gone on a youth trip when I was a kid, uh, but I went as an adult to help uh, be, a, be one of the chaperones, right, for the youth event that we were doing. Uh, and I, I, I had volunteered. I was voluntold, actually, that I was going to go to it. And I wasn't super excited about it because I was like, man, that's going to be a lot of hard work. And what I saw, what I found was that it was crazy just how excited I was. Uh, at the prospect of helping others. And we were doing some silly things. You know, it, it doesn't matter, honestly, what you're doing. We just are blessed when we serve. We are blessed in our being. We, and I think it's because we're hardwired we are hardwired for service. We were made to serve. Now, the world wants us to believe that that's not how we were made, right? Uh, but it, it comes out in amazing ways. I don't know if you remember uh, a few years ago, many years ago now, uh, there was a, a tornado that ripped through Joplin. I was doing youth ministry when that tornado came through, and I was in St. Louis, and we said, you know what, guys, we've got to go out there and help, and we started making phone calls, and they were like, no, don't come. We don't have any capacity for any more volunteers. Uh, and just let that sink in. So many people wanted to come and help that there were too many people 
coming and helping that they could, they just didn't have the infrastructure to support them. So they were like, if you want to come out here, you can come out here in like nine months, right? Uh, it was amazing. Uh, the same thing happened with Hurricane Katrina. People just had an outpouring of desire to make a difference, to help. Or with the tsunami, when it came through, whatever it is, the world itself recognizes, all of the people in the world recognize it, that we have been hardwired for this, but that's not the way that we typically live. Most of us, on a normal day-to-day basis, uh, everybody in this building and outside of this building are included in this, including me, most of us believe that we should be the ones being served, if we're honest with ourselves. It's hard for us to to let go of that and to say, you know what, we're we're supposed to be doing something different. We're supposed to live differently. It's how we we are wired, hardwired for service, but it's not necessarily what we do. And, And we've been looking at this idea of living different, of being different for the past few weeks. And one of the ways that we are are being different is uh we're we're actually getting out those crazy things called Bibles. Uh, so if you have a Bible with you, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and grab one. If, y'all, if you don't have a Bible and you would like one, we would want to make one available to you. We have Bibles in the narthex, uh, which is out, right outside those doors for those that don't know uh, magic church language. Um, right outside the doors on the table to the left, there is a, a stack of Bibles. Those are free for anybody that wants one. We've been looking at the, the letter that Peter wrote to the churches in Asia at a time of serious persecution. And it's, the letter is called First Peter, uh, very cleverly named. Uh, and we're going to be looking at the fourth chapter of First Peter. So if you're interested in where it is, it's almost to the end of the New Testament. Go all the way to the end and then come back a little bit and you'll find First Peter. And we're going to look at the fourth chapter. So I'm going to invite everyone who is able to go ahead and rise for the reading of God's word. It says this in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks... They should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength of God that God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Uh, before y'all sit down, we've been, we've been being really weird. Uh, today, what we're going to do is we're going to do elbow, elbow, elbow tap and say, uh, say uh, be different by serving. There you go. You can do it. Y'all can do it. Do it. Three people. Three people. Find some new folks. It's all good. <laughs> Double elbow tap. That's good. When y'all are done, y'all can go ahead and have a seat. <laughs> I just love that everybody's like trying to protect their elbows, like somebody's really going to smash elbows together. It's great. Friends, we're just trying to 
to experience the fact that we are a little bit different, that we're not made to be like everybody else. We are called to live differently. And the scripture that we just read really illustrates what Peter is talking about. Remember, this scripture is, is written at a time of intense persecution. Nero is emperor of Rome, and he hates the Christians um, and has really put out a, uh, a, a, an increase of persecution. There are people that are being uh, executed, there are people that are being uh, made, forced to participate in the games. And when I say the games, it's not like fun in games. It's like, uh, you know, centurions and people slaughtering people, lions and tigers, oh my, all of those things. Nothing in this situation is good. And yet Peter, when he's writing this letter, is a letter of encouragement saying, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Romans do because we serve a God who is bigger than that. We serve a God who has overwhelmed and overcome death itself, and so none of that really matters. And so when we take a look at this, when we look at this letter, it really can impact us because then we can see a little bit behind the curtain of what Peter is talking about. And he starts with, I, I think, honestly, he was like, and this one is for Steve. It says this, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Now here's the deal. I, I love this image and I hate it all at the same time because when you look at it, you read through that, it says, hey, love covers a multitude of sins. So love one another, not just love them, but love them deeply. Love them with, with everything you have because love covers a multitude of sins. And then on top of it, if you have the ability to offer hospitality, do so without grumbling. Do so, and that one is is crazy for me because, I, like, I get grumpy. I, I'm just being honest with you guys. I get grumpy now when I think about some of the things that I need to do or some of the things that God is calling me to do, and I'm like, God, I really don't want to do that. They really get on my nerves, or they really bug me, or whatever it is. And God's just like, I want you to get past that. And, and he does so by saying, hey, love, love is first in that. If you, if you really want to know, there, there's an order in what he's saying. In order to serve effectively, in order to serve others, we need love. We need love before we can truly serve. Because if you're serving out of a, a servant's heart with love on your heart, it's different than if you're just serving because you think it's your responsibility. It's the difference between have to and get to. It's the difference between what we have to do in order to make something happen or what we get to do so that we can bless others, so that we can be a part of it, and so that we can receive the blessing that serving offers to us. And so that order is important. And he says that love covers a multitude, a, a, a bunch of offenses, that love if you embrace that and you really put that in, and here's the, like, for me, it, I struggle with this because he's not saying just love them normally. He's love them deeply. Seriously, love them and, and make a difference in their lives by your love for them. Don't just make it look like you care, but instead love them deeply because that will cover those offenses. And then you are able to do what you need to do to serve God and to serve others. He continues, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve 
others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. I mean, think on that for a minute, right? You've been given gifts, and we've talked about this as the church. The church isn't given gifts, individual gifts for yourself. You're given gifts to build up and strengthen and move the church forward so that we can build the kingdom of God. And so you've been given gifts to serve, and God gives you those gifts so that we can serve one another, so that we can serve the church, and so that we can serve the people outside of the church. We have been called to be faithful stewards of God's grace. That that right there, to me, it just really impacts me. And, and maybe uh, it's mostly because when we think about stewardship, a lot of times when we talk about stewardship campaigns in the church, uh, it's all about finances. Uh, stewardship is not about finances. Stewardship is the job of supervising or taking care of something. Now, I want you to let this sink in for a minute. Peter's saying, you are stewards of God's grace. You are in charge of, you are the one who is running the, the, the handing out of God's grace in its various forms. And, and that should speak volumes to us. It's not about us, it's about how we can serve others. Jesus didn't come to, to be served, he came so that he could serve. And he doesn't call us to be served, he calls us so that we also can serve one another and serve our communities and serve the people that are in the margins and serve the people that are far from God and serve the people that we don't like and serve the people that disagree with us and serve the people that are on the other side of the political lines and serve the people that are on the other side of whatever argument we want to put in place. It doesn't matter because love covers a multitude of sins and then we can go and serve in the world loving people where they are not expecting them to have jumped through enough hoops to be okay and be uh be able to be qualified to be loved by us we're we're told to love and serve period that's what jesus calls us to which is totally different from what the world wants us to believe. The world wants us to believe that we can just do whatever we want and it's all about us and we deserve or we earned or we need or we should have. And instead, we should be leaning into the service, the service side of it, because that gives us more of a gift from God than we could ever earn on our own or we could ever demand from other people to offer to us. And he continues this way. He says this, if anyone speaks, now this one boggles my mind. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very word of God. Whew, let's think about that. I don't know about you, but that one hits me hard because when I'm driving in my car and somebody cuts me off, I don't think I'm speaking the very word of God to the person in front of me. Maybe you're different. Maybe you're a little bit holier than I am. Or when you're doing something and somebody does something to tick you off, do you, do you speak the word of God to them or is there something else going on? So let that one drive into us. And love covers a multitude of sins. So if you're serious about loving people, that one is going to be key for this to take effect. Again, the order is important. And then he continues, if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through 
Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. This is so, like, when we, when we actually let this sink in, just how different we are supposed to be living from the rest of the world, maybe that, if, if we're sitting there and we're like, wow, that's pretty different, maybe we collaboratively need to take this a little bit more seriously. And when I say we, I mean we, because I just told you I'm the one in the car not speaking godly ways to the other car that's cut me off. We need to work to figure out how we can truly allow God's Holy Spirit in us to change us and move through us so that we can love people where they are, so that we can allow that to cover that multitude of sins, so that we can serve people, so that we can dispense God's grace as God God's stewards so that we can do everything in service to God. I, I, and when, I, when I think through this, um, it's one of those things that I, I, really, I really want to get right. I want for me to be able to get it right. And so when I think about all of the things we just talked about, it's this. We need to speak on behalf of God whenever we open our mouths. And this also includes our hearts. Right? Jesus doesn't give us that, that, well, it's only what you do. It's also what you think and what you're feeling and how you're doing it. So we need God to, to move in us to tame our hearts so that the things that we speak are from God. So speak on behalf of God. Remember that we're supposed to do that. Uh, and then serve on behalf of God so that we can live on behalf of God. God calls us into a relationship so that we can be made new, so that we can be born again, not so that we can have a little bit of Jesus on our already good life, but so that we can be made completely new in the image of God, so that we can love with abandon, so that we can live for others, so that we can serve our community and our, our, our families and our friends and our enemies and our frenemies. I don't even really know what that is, but to serve everyone that we come in contact with because that's what God calls us to. It is radically different from uh, the everyday concept of, I just want to be a little bit more like Jesus today. I just think it would be great if they would serve me now, and maybe I could serve them later. We are redeemed and called to serve God and others. And so my prayer for each of us is may everything you say and do bring glory to our God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Remember last week we said it, we're royal priesthood of servants and service, our service glorifies God. So let's go in service to God. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Holy One, we need you. <laughs> Because this isn't easy. You call us to some complex and difficult things, and it's not because we can do it on your, our own, but it's because we have to rely on you for it to be done so that it can be done. And so, Father, we just pray that in this time you would pour your Holy Spirit out upon us, that by the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit, we would be made more and more into the image of Jesus Christ so that the world sees in us God himself filled with love and compassion, showing grace and mercy and loving people where they are so that they can understand this 
crazy God who loves them exactly the same way. So help us, Lord, to be transformed, to be transfigured, to be made more like Jesus in everything we say, in everything we do, in everything we think, and in our very hearts, so that together we can serve you with abandon. We pray this in the name of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all of us agreed and said, amen.